1: Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, it's WWE Draft Day and the plans are a secret. (laughs) Nikki Bella rules
0: out an in-ring wrestling return. A big WWE legend is set to appear at an upcoming GCW show. And Mercedes Martinez says the pandemic severely affected her career. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And slightly later than usual, this is the news. Right, I were fair scunnered by this time. (laughs) I don't know what that means.
1: Je ne comprends pas. Uh, French. Uh, Draft, it
0: starts tonight. Well, we got the colours and everything. Yeah, look at this and the orange in the middle. Please don't tell me they're going to draft the same people they've already got. Probably. And their robot's going to go, get in, Natalia's staying on SmackDown. That's kind of what they did
1: last year, wasn't it? With pick number one, we're picking someone who's already here. (laughs) Uh, But we've got an update from Dave Meltzer in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter with the latest on the draft WWE are keeping their plans very close to the vest this year, it seems. So Dave writes here that other than the top picks that Fox and USA Network have require, I guess the key guys he was talking about in his report the other day, uh, the draft is not set yet, although NXT is, as of right now, going to be involved uh, to try and make shows fresher. Here's a quote from one of his sources. We've been told NXT looks to be a big part of the draft but that could change at a moment's notice. Now nobody uh, knows in the company for sure mm-hmm. what's going on, so there's a lot of stuff floating around. But some NXT names that have been discussed for this draft. Uh, we've got Dakota Kai, Aaliyah, and Ziya Lee. Cool, um, so three people who haven't been on NXT for about a month. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Uh, apparently, WWE wants a legitimate Chinese star in the market after the success that the UFC has had in that market yeah. with uh, Zhang Weili. Yeah, Ailey? she's, I'm, Am I pronouncing she's that brilliant. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I haven't watched MMA in a long long time so there we go uh, but Andrew Zarian reported on the Matt Pro Wrestling podcast yesterday that LA Knight is another name who has been brought up and John Alba has previously reported Hit Row have been discussed as well so uh, yeah sounds like a very WWE situation here We haven't decided what we're doing, but here's
0: some ideas. Yeah, I mean, like you say, they're going to have the bit where they say, SmackDown drafts, Roman Reigns. You go, you already got him. (laughs) Yeah, good good pick there, guys. I preferred the draft when it used to be, we are cherry-picking this person from the other brand because we want them, because it just works out better. And you're not sat there going, for example, I really hope it doesn't happen to him again this year. What about poor Chad Gable? Why hasn't he been drafted? Yeah. He's bloody mint and he's got Otis. They'll probably draft Otis, actually, and then they'll not Otis. draft Chad Gable. The bastards. But, yeah, that's what it should be, in my opinion. But in terms of, like you say, picking up stars from NXT, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if those three names popped up on the main roster because they've disappeared. Yeah. I assumed that that wasn't really a thing. You know, It was like when they just went, oh, Tony Storm's on the main roster now. Yeah. Like, they shouldn't need to be drafted for that. But i think they're great you know that the, the women's great. division is, is one of the few things that we can hold over AEW and say that they are far better than for now in terms <laughs> of in terms of just having pure quality booking wise eh, we'll wait and see on that one uh, we've also got a great twitter question about nxt call-ups as well but i think there's also a fair few people who could benefit from a bit of a refresh i know she's just got like a revamped push on the monday night raw but Shayna are switching to SmackDown and just murdering fools, I think would be great. And I think, you know, you don't have that stink on certain people, yeah. let's just say.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's an opportunity to just, start again refresh revitalize for a new season they call it these days whether or not they will do that remains to be seen but i still like the draft shows and uh we'll see how
0: it plays just out. i wouldn't have people go undrafted just nah. do that ticker at the bottom of the screen and say we're drafting all these people to these shows because yeah. it just it looks bad when it's you're like oh, no one really wants andrade yeah. or whatever like, last year it was like mickey james and, and andrade like you said it's like very good wrestlers what's going on here imagine as well if you general if we're doing you know non kayfabe stuff if you genuinely got to pick from nxt right now and you didn't pick brad regu you're idiots if you don't do that absolutely ridiculous anyway let's move on and talk about nikki bella now of course she hasn't wrestled in a long old while and it doesn't look like she's gonna be returning to wrestling i mean Ever, to be perfectly honest. Uh, she was chatting on the Sipping the Tea Show. and he's catch up on that, Sipping actually. the Tea. Uh, chatting about, you know, her history in WWE and what she was able to achieve and her kids. And she says, I would love one day, like when Mateo's maybe three and he knows it, to have my son be ringside when mom kicks her ass. She said, that would be amazing to me, but because he is my everything, I have to listen to the doctors and as of now, they've put me on the retired bench for life it looks like that she, medically she's just never going to be cleared to get back into the wrestling ring she basically said it would require a whole load of scans and tests and what have you having said all this and having you know you know not anticipated necessarily a Bella a Twins or a, any either of the, either of Bellas returning anytime soon this is wrestling never say never Andy Murray
1: yeah yeah that's that's always the thing with it isn't it um obviously the history of neck problems for Nikki Bella yeah. and everything else uh wrestling took a toll on her um
0: when was the last time we saw her? Would it have been the Ronda Rousey match? Well, we saw, yeah, we saw her at WrestleMania, theme, yeah. Hoy in Bailey. Yes, yeah, that but was, as, a, yeah. In terms of an actual match, ooh, we're probably
1: yeah. missing something really obvious, and I expect people to call us out for that. My thing. wife probably; she's
0: a massive fan of the Bellas, big Bella fan. Yeah, fair play, fair play. Even York. she went. That was kind of bloody pointless with what they did with Bailey. Yeah, it was still. a
1: bit weird, wasn't it? It was a bit weird, but like Nikki's a great example of someone who came in wasn't very good. But worked extremely hard and got pretty damn good by the end. Yeah. It's like, always admire her work ethic and everything else. The Ronda Rousey match was great uh, a year or two ago. Yeah, uh, fair play. Enjoy your retirement. She's got a happy life. She doesn't need wrestling no, anymore. Exactly. She's doing loads of stuff. Fair play to her. Uh, yes, the next story <laughs> is my one. Um, GCW have announced that Big Dick Mick himself, Mick Foley. Wow, I am expecting that. Will be showing up at their event Uh, It's the 9th of October next weekend, GCW Fight Club, Gage versus Mox. It's the big match, the grudge match, John Moxley versus Nick Gage for the GCW world title. What Nick will be doing on that show is presenting the world title before match it's pretty appropriate GCW obviously has a reputation for hardcore matches death matches everything else it's not exclusively what they do but it's a big part of their brand and Mick is the hardcore legend so what we're saying is that he'll probably go through a plate of glass and um, oh. obviously not That's I, mean, I wouldn't
0: rule it out I wouldn't rule <laughs> it and he loves a bump so.
1: exactly but I you know Mick's not been on WWE TV for a long time for like a year or so or whatever um, so he's obviously branching out a little bit here he also said quite interestingly in a recent stand show that he'd be open to coming back for a, a, a what they called cinematic match so
0: oh okay there you go I don't want to see that but okay
1: yeah lots of interesting Mick related stuff but the he's been shooting on the company recently of course he has he? yeah he, as he said it's no longer the destination for, mm-hmm. for talent and stuff so hey it's, it's Mick Foley everyone loves Mick Foley uh, apart from the people who got really upset by his comments the other yeah. few weeks yeah. weird
0: weird god damn you for having a fair assessment of the wrestling business yeah
1: how dare you have a different opinion to me sir that's unacceptable someone who
0: openly admits that like WWE helped shape his career and Vince McMahon was integral yeah. to all that. And he's just all he's saying is, I think you maybe have taken your eye off what you know you do best really yeah. here, which I think was a fair assessment. Look, Moxley versus Gage. Oh God, that's <laughs> gonna be that's gonna be a match. I thought you were gonna use say he was gonna be there to enforce the rules for the <laughs> <laughs> batter people for two by four yeah. to the line. Oh, God, I'm just... I feel a little bit sick now that that match is coming, but... Yeah. Gage versus Matt Cardona was a hoot. Yes. So Moxley's got a lot to live up to. Yeah. But, you know... He's not not for he's me. He's not bad. Sort of he's not a bad wrestler. Not so. for me that sort of thing, but uh, I sense GCW aren't going to have too many Domino's sponsorships anytime soon. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's move on and talk about Mercedes Martinez. Uh, she has been talking uh, to DNC Digital uh, all about how the pandemic kind of affected her career. Look, she was in a really difficult position. I'm going to read the quote that she said about her health and the issues and then the subsequent impact that had on her being away from wrestling for what over half a year. She said professionally the pandemic, this is it, was a curse. It hit me really hard. You have COVID 19 happening, no one knows anything about it. I'm asthmatic, I have allergies. If I catch it, am I going to die? My son is immunocompromised because he had 20,000 things wrong with him. I had to put my safety and my health first and opt out. Me opting out really hurt my career and my mem- momentum. For seven months, you didn't see anything about Mercedes coming back. How do I get the momentum that I had coming out of the Royal Rumble? It's really hard. Yeah, yeah it did put a lot of wrestlers in that position, yeah. and you know, partially this was companies' faults and I'm not just saying WWE's you can apply this across the industry that companies you know admittedly initially people were like I don't really know what to do with all this but whereas they implemented certain procedures within let's say football here in, in in England or whatever Wrestling just kept going. Yes, We discussed this as part of our workshop, like, do you think they're gonna stop yeah. weekly wrestling shows? And it just kept going. And then they had like the weird sort of workaround for the rules and the temperature checks, but not actual tests. And yeah, it was tough, especially yeah. if you're it's in a tough. position just like Mercedes Martinez, you know, I'm asthmatic. Mm-hmm. And I was someone who was, you know, less so than her by the sounds of things, but someone who was concerned about it all. If you've got children who are immunocompromised, I mean, you look what like Roman Reigns did as well. It's tough, and then yeah, coming back, she's lost all that momentum that she did have. Look, Adam Nicholas got me into Mercedes Monty. He doesn't want a whole bunch so up here, t- Didn't know a great deal about her, and then just fell in love with her in NXT. She came up to the main roster. She was in. Hey, hey, hey. For like two minutes, she went back down. She did some stuff again in NXT. She was in title fights. She's gone away again now. I think she's just a sensational wrestler. I think she could be someone who could really benefit from a a bit of a push on the main roster. It's finding space for everyone, though. But yes, her words here is just sort of reflecting a general opinion amongst the wrestling industry, particularly those who are who are, or who are associated with people who are immunocompromised.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I have all the respect in the world for people who've said, no, I'm not competing during this period. This is very dangerous, I'm gonna sit at home. It was a really difficult situation, like you said, uh, the start of the pandemic, what do we do? How do we progress, blah, blah, blah do you stop running shows? Well, if you stop running shows and you have obligations to TV networks, you got a business. So it's like, there's no good, there was no good situation no. whatsoever at all. Um, Mercedes obviously released, unfortunately, by WWE, on was it the 5th or the 6th yeah. of August? She She's going to be all right. It obviously sucks that she lost her job. That's awful and everything else. But she's been on Impact TV tapings. Uh, she's got a bunch of indie days lined up. I think she's extremely talented. Wish her all the well. Nothing but respect for taking that stance and electing to sit
0: out for a while. Yeah. As well I should say yeah when I said she would benefit <laughs> on the main roster I meant had she been called yes, up, of not, course. not right now obviously but yeah I, I sincerely think that she will not struggle for somewhere to work nah, uh, she'll be fine I did, AEW man like needs more veterans needs more really, like, hey, the women's division, Serena Dee sure. got that match coming up like, yeah yep. for me it's, a, it's an ideal place for someone like her but yeah a bit of a missed opportunity in my opinion for WWE you I saw agree. what she could do in NXT and then they just got rid of her, of course, ridiculous. But best look to her in the future. And as you say, to support everyone's decisions as to how they dealt with this awful pandemic that we still are dealing with. Be safe, everyone. Anyway, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture? WWE, of course, we're going to get in touch with this. Uh, First question today comes from Swanton Sketch, who says, uh, which NXT superstars would benefit from moving specifically this to SmackDown, in your opinion?
1: LA Knight. I think, like, we, we spoke about him in the original story there. It's kind of a square peg in a round hole in NXT mm-hmm. at the moment, isn't it? Like the, the whole thing there is supposed to be younger wrestlers. This guy's 38 years old. He's already got a really refined character, refined sense of who he, who he is. He can cut a promo. Um, he's a sports entertainment style wrestler. I think he'd do well on the main roster. I think he'd do better on the main roster than in NXT 2.8.
0: Oh, Ooh, yeah, it's, uh, which is why I go for it. It's, it's surreal, isn't it? Because like you say, they're saying they're going to use some of the talent from NXT to freshen up the main roster, and yet some of the talent that we're talking about is, and this is no slight on them, is the dead wood of NXT? Yeah. Point oh, oh. this is all about you know your Van Wagner's, your Brand Breakers of this world, <laughs> and people like Oni Lawkin, for example, who are incredibly talented but are being used, you know, as veterans. Jobbers, but they, yeah. they're being squashed in what yeah. two minutes? It, it happened to him this week, or Zion Quinn, I think he faced. Regardless, right, the Samoan Ghost. Yes, and uh, uh, for me, my pick. I forgot to mention his birthday yesterday. Cover your ears. baby, to the moon. Look, I think there is scope for him in NXT 2.0, but I think the likes of brand breaker and Van Wagner and you know uh, Carmelo Hayes—that's the name I was looking for—they're going to be ahead of him in the pecking order now. And you look at what someone like Rick Boogs has done on SmackDown. They love characters. They do on there. Uh, maybe there's not enough space for him right now. You've got happy Korman, Corbin Chuck in the cash about as well, but I think Cameron Grimes, I'm worried that Vince will take one look at him and make him a bloody 24-7 goober, but he'll be in that division straight away. He's under gimmick like, is like a bit ridiculous, obviously, <laughs> but he's really good. Like I, I know I do the, the whole problem. I know they do the whole uh, hat, the uh, long hair, jacket, uh, accent gimmick. He's incredibly talented and that cave-in finisher is brilliant.
1: Yeah. That's the problem, though, isn't it? He? He's too talented. Like he's too too entertaining, Cameron. You're too Grimes. good, Cameron. He will be a hundred percent in the twenty four seven title. It's maybe, gonna suck.
0: Maybe not SmackDown. If they if they need more space, yeah. like you, you do something with him on the just the be main good. Or, do something with him on the main just roster on Raw, for example, and he is easy fodder for main, a mid card title, at bare minimum. For me, he should have been NXT champion, but I'm biased. So <laughs> anyway, let us know your picks from NXT uh, and the SmackDown. Uh, stars that should go there in the comments and we'll move on the second question today comes from Matt Hoy who Hoy. Says, uh, taking my five year old to his first WWE event in November anything to know before going hashtag thank you Lily uh, yeah what <laughs> would you suggest <laughs> Thanks, to uh, <laughs> a, a parent and his son going to their first WWE event
1: I've never had a kid uh, so I've no idea uh, but in all honesty a house show is probably I assume this is the house show today. yes I think it's the light uh, loop in it yeah it's the perfect place to go because it's like a family atmosphere and everything else just go with the flow that's that's. So always what I say going to a wrestling show just you know boo
0: the baddies cheer the good guys and just have fun yeah they do keep it quite simple isn't it it's very much old school this is a good guy this is a bad guy there's no real shades of grey there even though as Cleary talked about when he went to the one in London Becky Lynch meant to be a heel massive reaction to her can't Um, can't boo her be careful with how much you spend on merch because they'll probably bring out a new one two weeks later that's all I'd say but yeah like you say just I'd just encourage him that this is a good guy this is a bad guy the, the lines are fairly definitive at yeah. live shows, like you say, and just just have a good time because, yeah, yeah that is one of the few things that WWE is great at right now is just, just live events and having a lovely time yeah. and uh, nailing what they can do in terms of that. So just enjoy yourself. Take lots of photos. Take only photos, leave only footprints. No, well, not, about I'm thinking about going for a walk in the woods. Uh, the Stinger gives us our final question of the day saying, all right then, uh, let me try to contribute this into uh, in another way. What if Drew Gulak and Chad Gable join AEW and form a trio with da- Brian Danielson called the Technicians? Would it be the most technically
1: gifted stable ever? You've wrote uh, like Daniel Garcia and people like that in there as well, and it would be tremendously technically gifted. Um, definitely in the conversation, but I think the radicals are pretty hard to beat in that mm. regard, right? Like all four of those guys, you know, Saturn maybe a bit less so, but man, like they were slick.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Obviously
1: Chris Benoit is a murdering, family-killing psychopath. Yes.
0: Um, but, you know, wrestling-wise. I loved the the bit that, uh, that Daniel Bryan did for a bit where Drew Gulak was teaching him to like, I don't know, flex with a football that yes. didn't pop out. Where learning more sort of tight headlock techniques or whatever it may be. Look, Drew Gulak and Chad Gable should... Probably go to AW if I'm perfectly honest, because they're not being utilised well on the main roster. Although maybe, just maybe, they might have realised what they have with Chad Gable. Although I sense this is more of a vehicle for Otis with that tag team. But still, yeah. so you're telling me there's a chance? But yes, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, the without list. doubt, these are these uh, are top ten technical wrestlers. Let us know your thoughts in the comments. We'll move on to today's. And finally, I love this. I saw this on Twitter uh, last night. Thunder Rosa, uh, of course, competing in that triple threat tonight on Rampage with uh, Nyla Rose and Jade Cargill. Um, just, Just showcasing... You know, started from the bottom, now we're here. Started off as one of the godfather's hoes, and now she's here, basically, uh, celebrating uh, uh, her heritage, celebrating who she's become. Uh, she says, from being part of the hoe train to now working on one of the most badass companies in the world, AW is a top athlete, uh, proud of who I've become. Uh, humble beginnings, she says. Look, incredible yeah. achievement, this. I didn't realise this was a Hell of a glow-up. Uh, Hell of a glow-up. Victoria is a similar one, isn't yeah. she? She was... Uh, Part of the whole train uh, (laughs) in WWE and well, to have a tremendous career. You just like seeing people rise up and do well. Exactly. Congratulations to her and uh, best of luck in the triple threat tonight even though it's already been taped and I don't know what the result is but good luck regardless Thunder Rosa. Let us know your thoughts <laughs> on that and all of today's news stories in the comments section down below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe and subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify wherever really you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Previewing Smackdown and AW Rampage a little bit later on today and Wrestle Culture 3.0. 3- it's the 3000th podcast we are releasing today Andy Murray so, so do join awesome. us for that with a hashtag bloody good quiz of course plus you can let us know your thoughts and twitter questions on twitter at whatculturewwe why should they follow both of us you can follow Andy Murray at, at Andy
1: H Murray the HTD stands for hemorrhoids don't get the plums in your bums
0: happy weekend everyone follow me Adam will follow us all at whatculturewwe <laughs> for now my thanks to Andy Murray thank you for joining us Ooh. and we will see you soon